Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call with us. Let it rain here on earth, Father. Holy Spirit, flow. Saturate the lives of your people, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Again, we say good morning to each of you who have joined the prayer call. Remember, this is the year of the builder. And we are allowing God to build us up, allowing him to do what he wants to do in his church. Because unless he builds the house, it's built in vain. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Without further ado, let me introduce you to our team that's lined up this morning. My name is Sister Charlene Tuckerson. I am your facilitator today. The leaders of our house at New Destiny Church are Bishop C. Carl Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith. We say good morning to you, and we bless you in the name of the Lord. We also want to say good morning to our prayer call controller, Sister Sidonia Fazell. Our prayer call controllers are on the line way before we even get there to ensure that everything is properly in order when we come on and ready so that we can hear from our devotional leader and send up our prayer request together in unity. So we want to say good morning and thank you, Sister Sidonia. Our devotion leader this morning is Sister Margaret Johnson. Good morning, Sister Margaret. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am well, I'm rested, and I'm at peace. (laughs) How are you this morning? Hallelujah. Thank you, sis. I am well. Thank you. Yes. Well, rested, and at peace. Did you guys read the, the prayer target this morning? At peace. Perfect peace. That's right. Thank you, Sister Margaret. Our prayer requests and praise reports that have been submitted will be offered by Sister Brandy Goods. Good morning, Sister Brandy. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sister Charlene. I am doing excellent. And good morning to everyone that's on the line. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. The spirit of excellence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sister Brandy. God bless you, sis. Let's go before Father God together, before Sister Margaret comes with the devotion. Father, we just thank you for this morning. Thank you for this day that you have made. We rejoice, Father, and we are glad in it. We enter your gates thanking you, Father. Thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you, Father, for another day, God, that you've given us, hallelujah, to fulfill the purpose that you've invested in us. You've invested in us, dear God. Hallelujah. We declare we will be wise stewards over what you've entrusted us with to do. And we will do it, as Sister Brandy said, in excellence. And as Sister Margaret said, in your perfect peace, Father. For we know, Father, if we are aligned with you, and if our minds are stayed on you, 
because it's no longer us, but you, Christ, that lived in us. And we have perfect peace to do your will, to do what you've ordained us to do, Father. Build your house this morning. Build your house, Father. Build us up, God, as we yield to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Margaret, we're ready for you. All right. Thank you. Well, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Um, It is always an honor and a privilege uh, to be on the prayer call and to be before you. And we give honor to uh, the leaders of our house. Um, This is the year of the builder. And the topic that I'm talking about today is coming from Romans 12, 6 through 8. Uh, And the topic is do things well. Do things well. So this is the year of the builder. Do things well. So the Oxford uh, Dictionary, the definition of a builder is uh, a person or thing that creates or develops a particular thing. That's the definition of a builder. It's a person or thing that creates or develops a particular thing. pretty broad. And then some of the top characteristics of a builder, as we look at what a builder is, what are the characteristics of a builder? One is sacrifice and hard work. So builders are willing and ready to make sacrifices to be successful. Passion. Builders are passionate about what they do. Builders see opportunities to expand, to grow, Uh, Builders are highly motivated. Builders are disciplined. Builders are open-minded. Builders are team builders. They build teams. They can't recognize they can't build by themselves. They have to have a team. And builders are decision makers. So with that in mind, let's look at our scripture today. This, again, is the the year of the builder. This is, as, as Brandy talked about, excellence, doing things well. And the scripture is found in Romans 12, 6 through 8. And as we prepare to kind of get into the scripture, let's kind of just look at the context of things. So as I looked at it, Romans 11 ended with talking about out of God, who is the sustainer of everything, out of God came everything, and now everything finds fulfillment in him. May all praise and honor be given to God forever. Amen. So be it. Then it goes right into chapter 12, which is talking about our proper response to that, to God's marvelous mercy. We who are made in the image and in the likeness of the Father, we're made in the image and the likeness of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we who have the, we have the DNA of God, we are to surrender ourselves to God to be his living sacrifices and live in holiness. Romans 12 and 1, right? This is the example we saw our Lord Jesus do daily. His work was to do the work of the Father. And as as builders who do things well, our first priority is to surrender. Interesting, huh? doesn't sound like that's what a builder needs to do. But we're surrendering our rights. We surrender our lives. We surrender and we yield to God. And, and yield is an, it's an interesting word. In, in the world, yielding has negative connotations, right? But in God, as you yield your heart to him, you gain. You gain a new life. You gain a new purpose. 
and you gain a new sense of self. Yielding, it, it, it means washing your earthly worries away day after day and trusting in God to guide you. Yielding or surrendering to God is it's giving him control and responsibility of your life. And so now, instead of you having to be responsible for your life, your Heavenly Father has that role. So what's an example of how yielding looks? Instead of you going to work to pay the bills, you go to work to get feed. Ooh, let me say that again. Instead of you going to work to pay bills, you go to work to get seed. So it doesn't matter where you work. It matters that you get the seed. And then you use the seed as God directs you. The word says God gives seed to the sower and bread for food to the eater. So as you sow, directed by God, he increases you. You don't increase yourself. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow and toiling or working doesn't increase it. We're still talking about building. We're still talking about doing things well, right? The message of translation of Romans 12 illustrates this so clearly. Romans 12, 1 through 2, says in the message translation, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life You're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work, you're walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. There's the yielding. Why? It says embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Why do they say that? Because we see over and over in the Old Testament that the children of Israel as God wanted to give them land, as God wanted to give them new territory, expand their borders, when they took it over, they began to worship the gods of that land. They married the women. They took on the pagan customs. And instead of setting the standard excellence and converting pagans into worshipers of the one true God, God said, don't do that. Instead, fix your attention on me. God's saying, fix your attention on him. You know, I, I love fast um, because they remind us to fix our attention on God. If we don't get anything else out of a fast, you know, in order to survive, to get through it, and not alone, not to mention have success, you have to fix your attention on God. Not on food, not on the challenges of the day, not on candy, not on sweets, not on breads, not on meat, not on anything else that will feed the flesh. As kingdom builders, We fix our attention on God. Romans says that when we do that, we'll be changed from the inside out. So God can use your secular job and build the kingdom in it and through it. Talking about builders, right? Talking about doing things well. God can use your secular job to equip you for business, or he can use you in your secular job for what we call marketplace ministry. Proverbs 16 and 3 says, commit your work to the Lord. doesn't say what kind of work, all work. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. First Chronicles 16 and 11 says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek the Lord continually. So the most important part of building anything is to have correct blueprints. 
got to have a plan, right? Then you got to know how to read the blueprint, to read the plan. And God has given us his building plans in his word. As we commit our work to him, as we fix our attention on him, and we spend time in his presence listening, listening to him, he will tell you the adjustments that need to be made. He'll speak to you in dreams and visions. He'll give you insight as to what may be, now listen, what may be legally hindering you from moving into the places that you know he's called you to. That's powerful. Before we start building where people can see, doing things well requires our foundation, which is a strong, consistent relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. That has to be built first. And we build that foundation through fasting, through communicating with God, and through waiting for him to communicate back. It's not enough to just pray and talk. We have to hear him answer and do what he says. We build the foundation through obedience. And when God talks, we listen, we write it down. I know this sounds so simple, but sometimes we get so busy doing it that we we get finished with our talk and we move on to the next thing and we forget to listen. We forget to write it down. So we write it down so we don't forget the words of God. So the enemy can't steal it because when God gives a blueprint and we write it down, we can always go back. Now we have a record. God, you said this. God, you told me to do this. Lord, I'm doing this because this is what you told me to do. We build by growing in our knowledge and understanding of the word of God. We hide our word, hide his word, excuse me, in our hearts so that we might not sin against him. Now we get to verses 6 and 8, uh, 6 through 8 of Romans 12. From the things we talked about, God gives us varying gifts out of his grace. And so I'm going to read it in the message translation, Romans 12, verses 6 through 8. It says, if you preach, these are the gifts out of his grace. If you preach, just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help. Don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, be careful that you don't get bossy. If you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them, but keep a smile on your face. So this is a very clear example of doing things well from Romans 12, 6 through 8. God's way of doing things well is different from ours. God says how to do this. He's saying love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run from evil. Hold on to good. Be a good friend who loves deeply. It's not all about you. Practice playing second fiddle. Serve others. Romans then goes on to say don't burn out but keep yourself fueled like a car and aflame. The word worship, the word worship and prayer is what keeps us fueled up, is what keeps us on fire for God. Remember, our Father is a builder. Jesus is a builder. The Holy Spirit is a builder. And we have a DNA of a builder. So you may be called to build various things. You may be called to Build your children to launch them into society as world changers. You may be called to build finances to fund kingdom initiatives. 
You may be called to build people, to build dreams, to build technology. You may be called to build something scientifically in the science arena. You may be called to build godly laws in government. There's so many ways to build. There's so many mountains, about seven of them, that God's called us to build in. So whatever area or areas that God has called you to build in, he equips each one of us to do the job. We have to focus on him and get his plans so that we can build well. I read something the other day by uh, Stormy O'Martian um, that sums up building well wonderfully. And she said in one of her books, um, kind of as she talked about the discipline of swimming, she said, I learned that if I was positioned correctly and did all the right moves, I could go forward quickly in the water. She said, if we want to successfully navigate the waters of our life, we must position ourselves correctly and learn all the right moves. If we don't, when we come to turbulent situations, we'll not be able to navigate through them. We'll end up flailing around and exhausting ourselves just trying to stay afloat, and we never get anywhere. But when we position ourselves under the headship of Christ, there's yielding again, and learn to do what he requires of us, then there's a flow of the Holy Spirit that will carry us wherever we need to go. So as builders, allowing ourselves to be led by God so that we do all things well, let's continually position ourselves under the headship of Christ and learn to do what he requires of us so we stay afloat in the flow of the Holy Spirit and then we'll build well. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this time. Father, we pray over everyone that's on this call, everyone, Lord God, that will listen uh, to this call at a later date, Father. We pray, Lord God, that you would help us to build well, Father. I know, Father, that sometimes uh, when uh, hope is deferred, it makes the heart sick, Lord. And so remind us of every dream you've placed in our heart, Father. I speak to those dreams that have died prematurely, and I declare over every dream that you've placed in your people that they must live. Just as the dry bones came back together when Ezekiel called them forth, Father, I declare today that the dead pieces of our destiny will live again today, Father. We call dead visions to live, Lord God, dead strategies, dead alliances, oh God, that you want to live in our lives, that the enemy, Lord God, has caused to die or that we've given up hope on, Father. We decree and declare today that you are making all things new in our lives, oh God, and that our best days are yet to come, Father. We are seeking your face today, Father. Give us ears to hear, Lord God, what the Spirit is saying to us as a church, as a body, and individually. And then help us to record your words, to make it plain on tablets so that when we read it, we can run with it. When the team that you've called us to build with reads it, they can run with it, Father. Help us to build the kingdom, Lord God, like you've called us to. Show us how to expand our territory, O oh God, to expand our borders, O oh God. Show us the purpose and the destiny you've called each one of us to, Father. And, Lord, most of all, help us to build well. We thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Sister Charlene? 
Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. Thank you, Sister Margaret. I don't know if you all got those points, but I would admonish you strongly to go back and replay, re-listen to that message, that devotion. Builders are people, persons who create or develop a thing. There were several points in there. I don't know if you, you, you caught them. They do things in excellence. They do things well. They sacrifice, are hard workers, are passionate, see opportunities to expand, are motivated, disciplined, open-minded, team players, decision makers, and they surrender and yield to God. Amen. Thank you, Sister Margaret. That's a lot of information. Again, I admonish you to go back and listen to the replay. Sister Brandy, we're ready for you, saints. Let's stand together in agreement and believe together as she prays. Amen. Sister Brandy. I think you're on mute, sis. Sorry about that. I'm trying to unmute myself. Okay. Good morning. Um, Father God, we just come before your presence, Lord God, just giving you thanks, giving you praise, Lord God, for who you are, Lord. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to wake up and see a new day, Lord God. We thank you for your breath that you have given us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We just give you thanks and we give you praise, Lord God. We thank you for all that you are doing, Lord God all that you are allowing us to partake in in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we just thank you for your mercy and for your grace, Lord God. This morning, I feel led to pray for the church um, and for everyone that's on the line. So, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we just come before your throne, Lord God. You said in your word, Lord God, that to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted. You declared, Father God, that 2023 has been declared as the year of the builder. So, Father, we pray this morning, Lord God, we pray that we would take heed to how we build, Lord God, May we be like the wise man who built his house on the rock, Lord God, and that when the storm came, his house did not fall because it was founded on the rock. Father, you declared in Haggai 2, 6 through 7, that you would shake heaven and earth, the sea and dry land, and all nations, Lord God. Father, we declare that while everything that can be shaken is shaken that We, your church, Lord God, the ecclesia, will be steadfast, unmovable, unshakable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We will not be moved. We will not be thrown off by what we hear or what we see in the mighty name of Jesus. We decree and declare that a thousand shall fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come nigh our dwelling. Only with our eyes shall we see Till we behold and see the reward of the wicked, because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high, our habitation, in the name of Jesus. Father, as we build in this season, I pray that each one of us will walk circumspectly, redeeming the time, Lord God. 
Father, I pray for us that as believers we will be sober in our thinking, Lord God, that we will think soberly, Lord God, and that we will not be led astray by every wind of doctrine and seducing spirits in the name of Jesus. Father, we will be vigilant to guard and protect that which you have given us in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word, upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you would strengthen every believer, Lord God, every person that's under the sound of my voice in the mighty name of Jesus, that they will be strengthened in their inner man, Lord God, that they will be able to stand, withstand every outward attack in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you and I praise you in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that we, Lord God, we declare that we are the sons of God, Lord God. And you said in your word that miracles, signs, and wonders will follow us, Lord God. And I decree and declare that because we are believers, Lord God. You said that we should lay our hands on the sick, Lord God, and that we should cast out devils in the name of Jesus, and that if we drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt us in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you for your word, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you said upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail in the name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word, Lord God, that eyes have not seen nor ears have heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that you have in store for them that love you and are called according to your purpose, Lord God. Father, we say be it unto us according to your word in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray, Lord God, that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of your calling, Lord God, that you will place each and every one of us in the center of our assignment, Lord God, that we would know what you have called us to do and what, why you have purposed us to be in the earth realm at this time in the name of Jesus. Father God, I pray in the name that is above every name, Lord God, that each perfect person, Lord God, will fulfill their God-ordained purpose for being in the earth realm. And, Father God, I just thank you and I praise you and I give you all the glory that is due your name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Sister Brandy. And according to Matthews 18 and 19, we stand together in agreement here on earth as touching so we know that Father God will respond and answer He's heard our positions, and it will be granted. Amen. We want to quickly swing back to you, Sister Margaret. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us? Um, Yes, just one thing, Sister Charlene. Um, Only as we build on the foundation of Christ can we build well. And I'm just going to read 1 Corinthians 3, 12 through 13, but in the New Living Translation. And this is what God says about building on the foundation of Christ that the quality of materials used by anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work, which you've built over your life, has any value. 
If the work survives, then that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. So, beloved, this morning, I encourage us all to build well. Amen. Sister Charlene? Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Margaret. We want to yield um, to Bishop Smith. Bishop, do you have anything that you'd like to share with us this morning? Well, good morning, Sister Charlene. Good morning, uh, Sister Margaret, Sister Brandy, and everyone that's on the prayer line this morning. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed myself just being in the audience uh, this morning. Because, uh, as you said, Sister Charlene, uh, Sister Margaret just did a wonderful job helping us understand what a builder is, defining um, the builder, um, being a team player, and the various um, um, definitions that she laid out this morning. I really enjoyed that. And it is so true. I mean, if God called you to build anything, for him, he did not call you to build it by yourself, so you need to develop a team. You need to be a team player. Um, this is a prayer line, so if you don't mind, I want to pray. I feel led this morning to pray for the sick. You know, James, right in James 5, uh, verse uh, 14 and verse 15, he says, Is, in, is anyone among you sick? He should call in the church elders, the spiritual guides, and they should pray over them, anointing them with oil in the Lord's name. And the prayer that is of faith will save him who is sick, and the Lord will restore him. And if he has committed sin, he will be forgiven. And so, Father, this morning, I pray for the sick. I pray for the shut-in I pray for those, Lord God, who's dealing with any level of illness. Lord God, I come up against cancers. I come up against arthritis. I come up against lupus. I come up against, Lord God, aches and pains in the body. I come up against arthritis. Lord, and I declare this morning that it has no power, dominion, or authority in the life of the believer. Father, touch them in their inward parts. Touch them in their spirit, man. Touch, Lord God, those that are sick in their physical bodies. As the elder of the church, we pray over them this morning. Lord God, that you will heal them, Lord God, of their wounds, and you will restore them to health, according to Jeremiah 30, verse 17. We thank you that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace is upon him. And with his stripes, we declare you are healed. Peter said, by his stripes, you were healed, which is past tense. So this morning, I declare that you are the healed. You are not the sick. We thank you by faith. The power of God is going into operation in your body. I thank you that the power of God is working through you, and it is working in you. You're on the line this morning. You're sick. I want you to lay hands on your own physical body, wherever you're sick at. Lay hands on your own physical body and declare that you are healed of the Lord. We declare it this morning. You are healed of the Lord. Come on, declare that with me. I am the healed 
I am not the sick in Jesus' name. And so, Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord God, for your wonder-working power. I thank you for your supernatural power that can just heal, Lord God, your children in a moment. But I also thank you for medication. I thank you for doctors that you have given wisdom, Lord God, to can go in and find out where the complication is and correct it. However it comes, Father, give them the comfort that they need in their physical body. Make them whole, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, so that they can honor you and serve you with gladness in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, for those that are on the line that are traveling today. Give them traveling grace, traveling mercy. Take them to their destination, that no sickness, harm, or danger will come near their dwelling place. As we continue to worship you, as we continue to build on your behalf in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Don't miss the opportunity today to be a builder, to touch the hearts of somebody so that the kingdom may be advanced in them, so that the kingdom can turn their life around, so the kingdom can cause them to walk on solid ground and bring stability in their life. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you all so much. And Hey, let's, let's continue to set our hearts towards seeking the face of God as we continue in our time of fasting and praying this month and, and our 21-day consecration. God bless you. Have a great day in the Lord. Thank you, Bishop. Remember, this Saturday, prayer is at the Pittsburgh campus. 7 o'clock corporate prayer is at the Pittsburgh campus. On behalf of Bishop Smith, Pastor Adrian. Sister Margaret, Sister Brandy, Sister Sidonia, and our entire New Destiny family, thank you. Thank you for waking up early, getting on the line together to pray together, to come together in unity. And I'm just going to say, Father, bless your people. Bless your people as you expand the territory, as you stretch the curtains, as you enlarge, Father, as you lengthen the cords, fortify the stakes. Expand us, Father. Build your house. Renovate as you would, Father. Do what you want to do. We are your house. Hallelujah. And we yield to the builder. We yield to you. In Jesus' name, bless your people, Father, I pray. Sister Sidonia, please open the lines for the saints to continue together in prayer. 